The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Welcome to it. Uh, a couple of quick things. The name of the episode is It's Ben. It's the name of the episode. Uh, yes, and uh, we everybody is on this episode in one way, shape, or form. It's it's a good time. And a uh, couple of things. First of all, our Patreon. Don't forget that. We're adding new stuff every week just for you. It's exclusive. It's cheap. And, uh, yeah, so go to patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. And uh, you're going to get in the uh, upcoming uh, week, you're going to get a deep dive on Watchmen up until episode 7. Uh, all spoilery. And uh, we're also going to have uh, the uh, Mr. B Answers Your Questions feature all coming up. And more videos and, and all that. Oh, uh, Rebecca just put a video on there, too. So uh, go and see that. Um, and also, while we were prepping this episode, and we went through our uh, Raise a Glass to Tribute portion of the Broken News, uh, this happened while we were recording that. Uh, raise a Glass to René Abergenois. You know him better as Odo from Deep Space Nine. Uh, he's been on so many shows. Uh, <laughs> he has a very brief but wonderful bid in Where the Buffalo Roam with Bill Murray. That's how far back I go. He was, a, he was the original Father Mulcahy on the MASH movie. Uh, he was on Benson. He did so many shows. But, uh, of course, we all remember him as Odo from Deep Space Nine. So raise a glass to René Abergenois, 79 years old. Uh, anyway, so we didn't get a chance to get that in the broken news. That's why I bring it up here. Um, but great episode. Stick around for it. Don't forget to thank our sponsors for uh, putting together this uh, little project. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Open seven days a week. The hold or pull service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Also, uh, Cabin Fever. Uh, wishing you the happiest of the holiday season. Retro games, puzzles, books, gift wrap, greeting cards. Located inside Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East in Salt Lake City. Cabin Fever is so much more than a holiday card store. Black Velvet Boutique, trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any of your questions. Don't be shy is what they're trying to say. 595 South State and Clearfield. Mention Geek Show. You'll receive special discounts. They are locally owned. And open seven days a week. And, of course, our friend Ivy at Booze Teak. Hi, Ivy. Your boozy barware and gift emporium steps away from the downtown wine and liquor store. They are at 315 East Broadway. Uh, go in and say hi to Ivy. Mention Geek Show. You'll get 15% off of your purchases. Booze Teak. Shop local. Also, Haster Games, if you're a gamer. Uh, they are the place to check out. Haster Games at 6831 South State. Uh, they are open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday, noon to 5 on Sundays. Uh, Haster Games, go in and open up one of their 300 games in their library and give it a try. They'll also buy your old games if they're in good shape and have all the pieces. All right, let's get to this episode. It's Ben is the name of it. Have a message or so, and then please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All the good basement feels. Fueled by soup. Had a vegetable. Ugh. (laughs) They were very good vegetables. They were very good vegetables. You couldn't even taste it. They were vegetables. (laughs) 
I didn't even know they were vegetables. They're so good. I love mushrooms. I do They're my too. Favorite. Yeah. Tasty, tasty. I like that, like the just full on mushrooms, like they were in that soup. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Not like. <laughs> I don't I've know. never done I don't shrooms. Know where I don't, she was going. I wasn't sure. Oh, yeah. you've never done shrooms? No. Oh, it's my favorite drug. Mm. I enjoyed them when I finally actually got the real thing and wasn't getting ripped off by charlatans. Like I like regular like grocery store shrooms. Oh, like portobellos. Yeah, yeah. Big little, that's a, big that's little a, pizza. You like that's a, a crazy trip. You know, a thinly sliced uh, sliced charlatan mushroom. Terrific. Yeah, charlatan yeah. like a, a yeah. ruffian. You know, though, yeah. if you do mushroom. if you do take a mandolin and a portobello <laughs> mushroom, oh, yeah. no, that's that TV show. Very thinly slice it. And Mandibello. then you can actually like pan fry it with mm-hmm. a little bit of amino acids. It's really I got quite it, tasty. Don't like shake it. your head at me. I, I heard it and I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> he heard it and he didn't like it. He's Shannon Barnes and everything. Fuck yeah, I am. How's it going? How's so, that yogurt? So huh? Getting those probiotics up in you? I call it yogurt. Yogurt? Duh. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I call it interesting. Yogurt. I, I feel fancy when I call it yogurt. Yogurt. I hope it's Greek yogurt. Greek. You know, That's how the, I say Greek. From the Gre- anyway, oh, from the Grecian like Islands. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, Yunklet. <clears throat> so everything's fucking fantastic. Um, That's all you got? Is that where the Cretes are <laughs> in the Grec sound Islands? Sound just thrilled. I don't know. Wait, what? I, um, I, I was I thinking about even. how terrible things are. Oh, okay. All right. Um, hey, man, it's December come 9th. Come to my Star pub quick. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Come to my pub quiz. Lucky thirteen. You know, change your fucking life, man. Get out of your house, you fucking weirdo. Oh, I'm come good. on down. No, I'm come good. on. Let's have some fun. No, thanks. Have a burger. Oh, have what? a drink. You put mushrooms on the burger. What? Watch me yell at people. <laughs> oh, these are all things I don't know that I like. <laughs> really? Because we're doing it all right now. You're we're not drinking at us. Hey, You're shut yelling. up. Uh, there it is. <laughs> anyway, now all you need is a burger. <laughs> And some trivia. Uh, eight o'clock. <laughs> lucky the thirteen. Experience. Yeah. Um, it'll fucking fix everything that's wrong with your life. Will it? No. <laughs> well, it can't make it worse, can it? I, I don't know. Are we betting money? Is, is there money betting in this book? <laughs> I'll throw a fiver on no. <laughs> you think? Can't make it worse. All right. Okay. I'll take your word for it. You could get a venereal disease. How? Fucking somebody. At, at lucky thirteen. I mean, it's happening. Well, I mean, after, like after. Probably doesn't matter where you're at. Yeah, no, I actually just, saw it's the actual act that that transmits the STD. But but me attending the pub quiz. No, oh no, no. you will not get gonorrhea. Oh no, sorry. Let me clarify. Okay, yeah, thank you. A little more uh, specific it's here. a it's a pretty uh, you know. It's there's nice no way you're going to get gonorrhea or yeah. herpes from the actual pub quiz. Okay, it might be what you do after. I see. Okay, All right. Like the couple I saw going at at the ballpark. Like what? a year ago, what? In the middle they were of the fucking day. at the ballpark. No, they're, they're in the 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 parking lot across the street from the ballpark. You yeah. mean you mean the yeah. parking you mean they, lot? They, yeah. they got the third base. <laughs> oh no, they went way <laughs> past third base. They did a home run. Yeah, no, they were, they were making out, and the next thing I knew, they were just at it. And I was like, "Wow, it's noon! <laughs> Congratulations!" Um, wow, noon. All right, and you know his ass was really tan. I was really surprised. So from well, all that from all that date. Probably from all that daytime fucking. All that, all that outside. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. Outside, yeah. Yeah. So And no one really seemed to want to stop them. Like, they just kept going. Why? They're having a good time. You didn't well, stop them? Yeah. Well, I was, I was a little, I was embarrassed ass. for them. Called live art, Lee. It's performance art. I was just kind of surprised to see Shia LaBeouf in Salt Lake. Well, Shia LaBeouf. He's a, he's a patron of the arts. He's yes. quad T. That's right, I am. Check my art out on Twitter. Oh, no. 
Well, no, no this really? is just jokes and stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. At Quad T Tony or no uh, oh, gadget spots, not art, but you should still check it out. It's, yeah. it's, it's okay it's in its own way. Yeah. And, and if you're fucking in a parking lot, let them know. Yeah, let me know. Yeah. I want to come watch. <laughs> Critique. Uh, Critique. Did you know you don't have to leave your uh, house. You might need to go talk internet. to your bishop tomorrow. Yeah. It's, it's on the art. Internet. And you're not watching, you're critiquing. It's art. It's yeah. Okay, all right. On the internet. Listen, fish, don't judge me. I like to watch people fucking cars. It's art. <laughs> she reminds but only, you. Yeah. Only you guys. She reminds you it's on the internet. She's Rebecca Frost. What up? Uh, Woodrocket.com. <laughs> no. Did Whoa. you say Wood Rocket? Like W O O D? They're the home of the parody. Yeah, they did the Game of Thrones porn They're parody. They're the home of the parody. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So right. you're, you're, it's, it's uh, rfrost at woodrocket.com? No. Okay. <laughs> she wishes. You're not she writing wishes. for them anymore, are you? I never wrote for oh, them. Oh, okay. Right. I oh. wish. Fuck, Check. I wish. Uh, gotta have goals instead you can find me on twitter at joss whelan it's art (laughs) bigshinyrobot.com it's art it's art sart sensual art sart 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 did you choose this one snartist Uh, at times lee george k more of a scribbler snart Uh, snartist coordinated scribbler so uh, write a uh, little periodically at Bleeding Cool, mostly uh, snarky articles about movies from the 80s. Uh, it's, oh, God, it's actually I uh, Stop the, it. The, I'm sorry. The, Boo! I'm sorry. <laughs> the Neon Cinema series has been what I've been working on lately. I've been so, enjoying that. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So uh, Why is it called the Neon Cinema series? Because uh, that was kind of all the rage in the 80s. Yeah, the 80s so, was full of neon. Yeah, so that's why when Schumacher started making his movies, it was all that neon uh, aesthetic going mm. on. So. Let's see. What have we done? We've done Big Trouble in Little China, Better Off Dead, Repo Man, Adventures in Babysitting. So oh, I love Adventures in Babysitting. Right about now, I'll probably be looking for some new stuff to do. Uh, the holidays. Uh, do Gremlins. I, well, I've never actually seen Gremlins, so that might be a time for me to do that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, what? Yeah, I know. Yeah, kind of crazy, to, huh? Time to get off it so, and do that. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting time to be me. I'd suggest they live. That's me. Oh, uh, that's they, live, they live is coming, but Classic. I have to. I have to actually space out my Carpenter movies because Big Trouble was my first one. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. and subsequently he wouldn't have made They Live if it hadn't been for the disaster of Big Trouble in Little China. Wow! Because he became so disenchanted with the Hollywood movie making process that he went back to Indies, and that's that's how we got They Live. So. Wow! Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the story of the story of Big Trouble in Little China is kind of wild. Like it was originally supposed to be a western, and they wanted Clint Eastwood to play um, Jack Burton. Can't do. And Burton wasn't no. supposed to be an idiot, and so they kind of rewrote the whole thing, and that's mm. how it ended up being the most amazing movie made in 1986. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, I fucking love that movie. All right. Speaking oh, of him, and our host, our oh, host. Hey not, guys, don't think you can get away from. Don't not, think you can slip not made under the radar. In, look who it is. He's not all, made in the eighties. He's but still was awake. Definitely there. <laughs> I, I, I was there. I'll, that's all I'll say. It's Carrie four, Jackson. It's four twelve. He's up past his bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monday through Friday, six to ten. X ninety six dot com. All right. Uh, you're speaking of great movies. Great movies. These great are the sort movies. of lists. We're at the end of the year. Yeah. And these sort of lists. Show up, end of the decade. But that's yeah. mm. how did you know? Did you? Are you I, looking at my notes? I'm not. Okay, she's just. I used to do that all the time. That's, that's your job. <laughs> uh, this is a list from uh, from io9, and I thought it was a pretty decent list. Uh, I'm sure we'll all disagree though. Well, if it has any movies that came out in the last year, I haven't seen any of them. It has. So. You didn't one. see Endgame? Oh, I saw Endgame. All right. <laughs> 
So you didn't see Captain is, Marvel? I saw Captain Marvel. Why are you a goddamn liar? Because I'm a liar, Rebecca. <laughs> the sooner you come to terms with that, the better off you'll be. Listen I to just me. lie. Listen to me now, Rebecca. I am lying. I'm lying. <laughs> I could be lying about my fact that I'm a liar. Human! <laughs> uh, let's see. This is the 10 best superhero films of the past decade. Ooh. Oh, I'll be the judge of that. So they're going 10 years. <clears throat> I like where this so is So obviously, uh, Mystery Men won't be on there. No, uh, from the 90s. But, but I would like you to do that on the uh, Neon Cinema. Pool. It might be it might be late because yeah, it's nineties. Because it's nineties. Yeah, but gaining Garagolo was really good in that. No, that was in nineties. That was two thousands, right? I thought it was ninety seven because they used the uh, Smash Mouth's All Star. Yeah, Oh God, don't get that. That was Stop they it. were one of the first Somebody. to do that though. Yeah, that was before it got burned up. Mm-hmm. July twenty well, second, nineteen ninety nine. Thank you. Ninety nine. Okay, so halfway through 99. All right. Almost 2000. That's my favorite thing to do is I'll like lean into a room and go, somebody, and then just leave. And then just leave. (laughs) You are one of the worst people. And then also, it's been. (laughs) Oh, no. 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 It's like the equivalent of like farting in an elevator. (laughs) (laughs) It's been. One (laughs) week since I left me. All right. Why are you doing the beginning of Ants Marching by the Dave Matthews Band? All right. Okay, superhero movies. Ten best superhero films of the past decade. Top ten of the top ten. Decade. Oh, getting fancy, huh? Yogurt. Gold Decade. Gold Decade was my favorite. Thank you. Yeah. What? Your favorite decade? All right. My favorite. Kardashian. I let me Calm your fucking tits, bro. <laughs> let me tell you which ones are not on the list. Oh, because they give honorable mentions to these. Okay, okay. X Men First Class, not good. Oh, I liked. It. Oh, no, no, actually, First, first Class, class was very good. I don't yeah. think it's yeah. top ten, but it was good. Yeah, I'd say like top um, eleven. I'll see what the other nine are. Chronicle. Oh, I, I love the Chronicle. I like. Was oh, that Josh Trank? I was not yeah. into Chronicle. Uh, uh, Dane DeHaan. I liked it. Oh. The guy was like the found footage superhero. Yeah, right. The guy it. was like, "I'm going to make the worst Fantastic Four movie." Yeah, yeah. that's what right. he decided after he made a good movie. All right. Uh-huh. Dark Knight <clears throat> Rises. Yeah, not so okay. great. Okay. I, you guys, okay. Okay. I'm on the record. Of, I don't like those Dark Knight movies. I don't either. Uh, they're okay. they're actually too dark. Me, me, All right. Me, uh, me. Uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, oh come hey, on. now. Uh, well, hold you. on. Hold on. Fuck to be fair, you, you Shannon, Shannon, what? Shannon, what? Sorry. it's more of a political thriller than it is a superhero movie. It was really All good, right. though. Now, again, these, these are the ones that are honorable mentions, not in the top ten. <laughs> I know. You disagree with it. <laughs> Where's Man of Steel on this list? Uh, not on this list. Not on this list. Come on, um, Green Lantern. And then... Uh, <laughs> no. Dakad. Uh, yeah, when did Green Lantern come out? Teen Titans go to the movies. Oh. Is that on there? Honorable mention. Oh. Well, it's honorable. All right. Yeah. And it's, it's got mention. the best Michael Bolton song in it ever. Number ten. Number ten. Uh-huh. I love. I love how you slip into Casey Kasem every time. <laughs> yeah. We got a long distance dedication. And now off to number ten. <laughs> Unfucking canny. We've reached the top ten. It's like All you right. didn't die cold and alone. I know. Jesus. Yeah. Did they ever find him? Is his body still gone? No, but there was a bit on. It was Family Guy, I think. Mm. Where. <laughs> Where it was, I think it was Tom Tucker, the news guy, who said something about, oh no, it was Casey Kasem. There was, it was the Casey Kasem outtakes. And I'm Casey Kasem. And I'd like to ask my wife to finally let me be buried in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> or something, it was like a whole 20 they seconds will. of it. The next time, 
the next time Niagara Falls stops being a waterfall for a few minutes, yes. they will find his body. They will. Stops being a waterfall for just right. a few It happens when was, every once in a while. When was the last time? Well, like 1902. Yeah. Why? Did it yeah. freeze? Uh, no, no one really knows why. I have something. I, I think it was the aliens. Spigot. Yeah. So, so uh, spigot, oh, someone turned the spigot off. off. It was an accident. Yeah, okay. No, somebody yeah. spooked it. It was an accident. <laughs> yeah, most likely it was that girl from Wonderfalls. Mm, Wonderfalls. Yeah. Underrated. Oh, right. so underrated. Uh, not rated. Almost. Oh, okay. Shannon? Definitely not I on this list. I owned it on DVD. I loved it. I'm saying it was And not then rated. what happened? Why don't you have it anymore? You said you owned it, past tense. Yeah. No, it's because Carlene Devarnas, she had to go on and do Hannibal. I got a divorce and I just ran away from everything I owned. Mm. Cool. Thanks for bringing it up. Bring Number the room down. <laughs> anyway, Number superhero 10. movies. <laughs> Number 10. Number 10. Uh, Dread. Mm. Good very movie. Yes, I fucking agree. Good movie. Um, hmm. Very good movie. Well, I know you want to say The Raid. This is just a raid. No, no, The Raid's not a superhero movie. Well, I know. But neither's Dread. To be fair. No, wait, wait. Ju- Side Judge Anderson does have superpowers. So, yeah, superhero movie. Okay. Uh, it says, unlike uh, other superhero films of the era, Dredd isn't worried about exposition. No. Oh! We don't learn much about the world, even less about the character. Mm-hmm. That's, there's no plot to get in the way of the story. There's nope. l- That's left Love for the it. comics. Instead, you get just a nonstop action movie filled with slow motion well, insanity and enough loose ends to pave the way for a sequel, if that ever. Man, that face splat scene at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, ala- says, uh, at least we did get one of the best modern examples of taking a great character, putting him in a simple story, and letting the character do their thing. So and you get to watch Carl Urban do this. Uh, he, acts, he acts with only his chin and mouth. Which is, and it was great. It was fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, and speaking of Carl Urban, he was a fool to let Katie Sackhoff go. All right. Agreed. <laughs> Especially after watching her web series where she oh. just trains for things. I know, right? Yeah, she's just so delightful. She is delightful. I think she's going to show up on the Mangalorpian. She is coming back to Flash, I know. Yeah. Because she, she, to she, Flash she, who? Oh. She's a villain. She's one of the villains on the Flash. No, she's Bo- yeah. She was Bo-Katan, an yeah. actual Mandalorian character in, in Clone Wars. Oh, so okay. I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up. She'd probably Boko die. Raton? Probably. Bo- Bo-Katan. Boko Raton. That's a place. Boca Raton <laughs> on the Mancalorkian. She just show up with a bunch of old Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Retirees. Please. Is what we call them. Please. They're Hebrew Americans. <laughs> All right. And now. That was only number 10. <laughs> and now. Number 10. Oh, man, this is going to be the whole episode. Number nine. <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Fucking number stop nine. that. Nobody gets that. All right. <laughs> I, we did. <laughs> And you did. Oh, All right. Fuck. That's why Carrie's like, we got to kill off these old fucks. <laughs> that album debuted last month in 1968. <laughs> Check that. That's the truth. Oh, right. I, I don't doubt you. Uh, if that's the White Album, right? No, it's the White Album. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number nine. Number nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to fucking God. Kick Ass. Yeah. No. No. No, wait. that first one was really cool. No, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Kick-Ass is on there, but Winter Soldier is not? It's, it's be- their list. It's io 9s list. I yeah, well, obviously it's a wrong-ass list. Okay, you know, Kick-Ass no, was kick good. Ass. Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass kick was good. good. Listen, listen, to their, listen to their reasons. And right, it's yeah. only number nine. It's not like it's number two. Yeah. Hey, number two. Uh, questionable, or, questionable morals <laughs> aside... Mm. Kick-Ass remains a surprising, exciting thrill ride. Sure, it's excessive, but that's the point. Uh, Vaughn, along with co-writer Jane Goldman and creators Mark Millar and John Romita Jr., 
thought up this world to comment on the nature of comic books, superheroes, violence, and more. Kick-Ass is meant to entertain, but it's also meant to make us think, to consider superheroism from all sorts of different angles. Is it okay to use violence to stop violent people? Where is the line between hero and villain? Does it do harm to put these people on a pedestal? Is it actually possible in real life? I mean, that's what Winter Soldier did. Yeah, but Kick-Ass did it better. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! You threw an egg at me, sir. All right. And now, this is my egg. Now, this is totally my egg. Cool. Enjoy it. Keep it's been in my butt. From the Geek Show Basement Studios. Now we're moving on to number eight. Number eight. Oh, sorry. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah, that's good. Number eight. Okay. I, I dig it. Uh, I liked so Infinity War more than Endgame. It says that they're choosing yeah. Infinity War instead of Endgame, and here's why. Because it's the first half of a five-hour movie. It's the one thing to be the movie with a happy ending, where everyone comes back. It's another to be the movie that kills half your main characters and rolls credits without the blink of an eye. Okay, okay. Uh, while the original mm-hmm. Avengers was audacious for its ambition, Infinity War takes it a step further. It's a gutsy, a mainstream movie that has been... It's. It's as gutsy a mainstream movie that's been released in years. Think about that. A movie that made over $2 billion at the box office ends by killing half of its main characters. Not only that, it assumes that all the viewers already went and saw every movie leading up to it. And sure, we knew it was a comic book movie and that most of not all of them would be back, which, of course, we found out later. Uh, but audience had to sit with that for a year. Mm-hmm. As a result, so much fun discussion and debate was stirred about at about what would come next. Each of us would become a would-be screenwriter, trying to imagine plausible ways that this could all work out at the end. Movies don't usually keep that kind of conversation going, so that's why they picked that one over Endgame. And I can relate to that, because after Endgame, I had so many people come up to me and say, you read these comics. And I got to have the the conversation with them about, you should read these comics. Right. Because I get that every Wednesday. Then All you right. should learn how to read. And then there's that. Yeah. Uh, Carrie, I have a long distance. Uh, a long distance dedication? A long distance dedication. <laughs> it's coming in from uh, Maria. Are you going to fart? Maria from Richmond, Virginia. All right. She grew up. She's, she writes. I lost my family early in life. And I thought I'd never be happy. Until I met Dave. Dave made me so happy, changed my life, made me realize that things were going to be okay and that flowers still grow. And also, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill Jesus. Stuff. <laughs> Number seven. Epstein memes are out. We're on to Baby Yoda memes now. Yeah, it's all about Yodito! you. It's all about you, Baby Yoda. Uh, number seven is one. For the milk. <laughs> number seven is one that I have not, honestly, I've not heard of. It, it's released. It says twenty nineteen. Oh, it's a Netflix. Oh, it's a Netflix. Have you seen that? No. Fast Color. Like ninety percent sure it's a Netflix. I've never heard. Never of that. A look at that. What the fuck is that? Uh, though superhero movies ideas usually require a superhero sized budget, some filmmakers this decade boiled the genre down and explored it through the smaller lens of independent cinema. Films like Slight, Upgrade, or Super come to mind, but among, uh, among others. But the best of the bunch is, without a doubt, Julia Hart's Fast Color. Oh, no, it's not a Netflix. It was like a super limited release. Mm-hmm. It's the intimate moving story of a woman named Ruth, play Gugu Mbatha-Ra, 
who escaped sure. who escapes captivity and cautiously reunites with the family she left years ago. Ruth and her family members all have superpowers, as it turns out, and they are maybe the only people with powers in an eerily possible near future. Fast Color wasn't a big hit initially, but now Amazon is making it uh, into a series. Uh, evidence that a good story may win out in the end. Do you know why you guys didn't hear about it? Because mm. it's a story leading people of color. Mm. Mm. I don't know if it opened here in Salt Lake. I, I think no, it did. I'm sure. No, I'm pretty sure it played at, sure. the, at the Broadway. Maybe yeah, literally, the this Broadway, is the first time I've heard of this movie. <clears throat> me too. Yeah. So, me too. Yeah. So, so yeah, female lead, people of color. Yeah. Female course. lead, people of color. Yeah. That's why you never heard of Look it. Of course, it. Hollywood <clears throat> buried it. Uh, number six. Number six. Number six. And then we'll take a break. Number six. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Over Winter Soldier, though? Oh, I would. Did you see just, Dave Bautista's single? I'm, I'm, literally, I'm literally messing with Carrie right now. <laughs> what? Dave Bautista's single. Was he not he before? Go today, get I'm some! Pretty... I'm gonna get it! Oh, what? I didn't know he was married. <laughs> I don't know. Married? I don't okay. follow anything he does. All I right. just saw on Twitter today. Hmm. I'm single. Hmm. Well, way to go, buddy. I bet he uh, he's, looking to, he's looking to cuff someone for the holidays. Yeah, so I'm my, sure he my, can pull my, some My very favorite. He's looking to cuff somebody? Yeah, haven't you heard of that? Cuffing? It's cuffing season. What's cuffing? You lock down someone for the holidays, so you're not like lonely during the holidays. Oh, and then you oh. and then you break up with them. So it's not like finger cuffs. No. No. It's like handcuffs. It's like, I heard, I heard this term today for the first time. I've never heard it. Turkey drop. The fuck's a turkey drop? Have you drop? heard of turkey? This is an actual term. It's nope. like WKR. No, turkey drop, that's what I thought initially, but it's a dating term. And it's specific. It's very specific. It's about, you know, how the kid's first year in college, right? He probably still has a boyfriend or a girlfriend from high school. Right. But he goes to college. Yeah. And he's exposed to cool shit for eight weeks. Yeah. Right. Comes back over the Thanksgiving holidays. And, and breaks up. Breaks up. Oh! That's uh, what the term turkey drop What a is. turkey. That's wow. where the term look comes at, from, right? He's us being, talking about he's dating. Being a, he's being a turkey? That's where the turkey... Turkey drop. Comes from... No, it's because it's Thanksgiving. Because Thanksgiving. Oh. And, and you can. drop the turkey. For fuck's sake, Tony. And hey. I, and I thought turkeys turkey. could fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, Guardians of the Galaxy, here's why. And again, I know you're <clears throat> struggling with the Winter Soldier part. No, I actually really like the first Guardians okay. a lot. I mean, the uh, second one, I'll fight well, anybody. I hated the second one. So, you Me guys too. are fucking I really fucking listen, hated the I just, one. listen. Finally, someone. Listen. I don't ever want to hear somebody say that Baby Groot was made to sell toys because y'all are followers of Baby Yoda. So I haven't right. bought any toys, have I? Not yet. Well, they're not out yet. <laughs> I won't buy them when they come out either. Maybe not for you. I'll buy them for Shannon. All right. Yeah, see? So Guardians of the Galaxy. Numero uno. Over the course of 20-plus movies, Marvel Studios has taken some big swings. You okay? Yeah, could you like pay attention I'm to sorry. the class? Yeah. Timing. Well, I, I, I don't have to listen. They do. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what's going on. Okay. Did you bring enough memes for the rest of the class? No, you do need to show those to Carrie during a commercial break. Right. I will. Yeah. During the break. Over the course of 20-plus movies, Marvel Studios has taken some big swings. And while there would be bolder ones in the years to come, in 2014, none felt as shocking as Guardians of the Galaxy. And we had this that, talk. That's no shit. Such a bright color palette. Uh, sure, <laughs> Thor had taken place on another planet. And yeah, the Avengers fought aliens. But here was a movie based on a comic book virtually none of the general movie-going audience had heard of with a vibrant, humorous tone featuring a soundtrack full of 70s and 80s pop hits starring the chubby guy from Parks and Recreation. Not so chubby during the movie, yeah. though. A raccoon and a talking tree. Yeah, sure, that'll one work. one sandwich away from fat. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Especially in Endgame. So, Guardians, there you go. Number six. 
Yeah, I'm, it's going to be interesting when Guardians 3 comes out, because I've actually completely fallen horribly, irrevocably out of love with Chris Pratt. Like, I think he's one of the most annoying fucking people on the planet he's anymore. he's so Jesus-y now. It's not even that. He's just... He's just Ugh. He's like, jesus and he abandons his dogs. Yeah, so like his personal life has made it hard for me to like things that he's in. I'll agree with that. Which is really shitty because... Because his his uh, his ex, I keep forgetting her Anna name. Anna Faris. Anna Faris, thank you. Mm-hmm. She is uh, charming as hell and right. funny. Right, and so he's just kind of such a douche bro, right? Yeah. He's such a quintessential 2014 leading man. Yeah. And I'm you so done. nailed him. I'm so fucking done with that, right? There's just nothing. I see him and I'm like, eh, I'm bored with Ugh, you. 2014, yeah. yucky. Right. So it was hard because in Endgame, I'm like, cool. I am invested in almost all of these characters, but Star-Lord is just making me feel kind of mm. bored. Let's get Fat but Pratt I like, back. But I like everybody else in Guardians. Pratt. Right? So, fat Pratt. And fat his, interchange, Pratt. his interchange with with uh, with Thor was fantastic. I mean, oh, yeah. it was a, a fun part of the thing. But the whole time, I'm like, God, it was so cool Chris Pratt to show up and annoy all these really good actors. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll uh, do some broken news, and then we'll finish up this list. After, After these, these messages, messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in December at Dr. Volt's. Oh, it's their big sale. They do this every year. Get everything you want this Christmas. Dr. Volt's Comics is having a new sale each week all December long. For example, uh, December 1st through the 7th, toys, games, and statues are 20% off. That's December 1st through the 7th. 8th through the 14th of December, graphic novels are 20% off. And starting on the 15th of December, everything store-wide is 20% off. That's through December 31st. And if you're missing any comics to complete your run, if you've had your eye on one of the many vintage comics, oh, I know I have, well, now's your chance. Back issues all month long will be 20 to 50% off. So make sure you get everything you want this December at Dr. Volt's Comics. And Hey, maybe you have a friend who wants to get back into reading comics again. A gift certificate is a great gateway drug back into the world. Open seven days a week. Your hold or pull service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by... Booze Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booze Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play.
Broken News. Welcome to it. Uh, name of the episode is It's Been. All right. Uh, uh, one uh, week since you looked at me. Uh, that's just the name of the episode. Uh, is just It's Been. Unless it. we change it. We need to say something funny and we're going to change the name. Is we're going it, it to. Hap- it has happened, but it doesn't happen often. Not often. Nope. Uh, joining me for Broken News, uh, Shannon Barnes. Yeah, here. I'm here. Uh, Excitable James Woo! is here. Woo! And Jay Whitaker. Hey. Hey. How you doing? Oh my gosh. How you yeah. doing? I'm just putting my deep voice. That's Do it. uh if you'd like to subscribe to the Patreon, you get deep voice Jay Whitaker. Oh, we should have a feature on there. <laughs> right. It's right. just deep voice Jay Whitaker. Deep voice Jay Whitaker and I um I read I read uh encouraging compliments to you sure. in, my, in as Lucky Dreamer. And, and and Lucky Dreamer has a conversation <laughs> with Pillow Face Jenkins. That's so, uh, Well, yeah. my nipples just got hard, and he's spoken cursive. So that's I like right. That. Hey, no, hey, this is what we're here for. Uh, so it's a <laughs> Patreon slash Geek Show podcast. You got to go the whole full podcast. Yeah, Geek Show podcast, one word. Yeah, and you can find the Patreon stuff, including a deep dive into Watchmen. Woo! Hey, uh, very soon that uh, Excitable James has done his homework I for. I've been I'm tweeting about this all week. I'm if so if so school proud. was a third of, of this kind of uh, interesting to me, yep, I'm excited. No. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Um, as uh, as we recorded this, uh, they dropped the Wonder Woman trailer. Oh. Yeah, we just watched it upstairs. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, wow. Yeah. She's Spider-Man She's, from Lightning. Right. Yeah. Clearly she has, since she, the first movie, learned more of her powers. Yeah. Fuck yeah, she did. What's Sp- like yeah, what? Spider-Manning 40? from Lightning. That was the, it's yeah. probably the best thing I've ever there heard. Is. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. No ceiling on that show. It's like yeah. 40 years later, so yeah. hopefully she would I, I love yeah. pick up a few tricks, right? She's learned hopefully. how to use the lasso in different ways. Yeah. And, oh, it's just fucking cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was just, yeah, we were just watching it and... It, yeah, it was just cool. Chris but, Pine's hairline is still great. Still amazing. Yeah. And uh, d- d- Tina Fey. No, 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 no. Uh, Kristen uh, Wiig. Kristen Wiig. Kristen yeah. Wiig, sorry. Also, but also funny. But also hot. Ooh. Did we get to see her in, in full Cheetor? Nope. No, but Not like... Not in the trailer, I, I, no. I honestly didn't care. Like, I, look, Kristen Wiig is one of my, is one of oh. my personal favorite. Yes. Like, just, uh, you know, comedic actresses. And But it was... I'm excited to see what she does. And you know, not, I'm not trying to objectify, but she looks really. She looked great. She looked, I've always had. A crush. I mean, and to and to and to to look good alongside Gail Godot. Yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, like I'm All not right. trying. I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to be a dude, but. <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was well, like, that's yeah. the thing. It's set in the 80s, so that Cheetor costume really could just be a trench coat, right? Could be. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> could be. Just some Dick Tracy stuff could up in there. Could be, totally. Just some neon. Uh, hammer time. Yeah. Hammer toe. No, that's different. Yeah, hammer toe. All right. Uh, we got we to gotta raise a glass to uh, to three. Yeah. Uh, there, did you see legends. the other one? Did yeah. you see the one this morning? Uh, yes. Yeah. We got three legends we got to raise a glass to. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, local legend, Joe McQueen. Yes. Uh, well, oh, yeah. Jazz musician. 100 years old. Yeah. Good and friend was, of uh, Brad Wheeler's. Yes. And, yeah. A good guy. So raise a glass to mm-hmm. Joe McQueen. I'm excited to know who he is. Had a good run. Um, also also uh, raise a glass to this guy has uh, been in my life since I was five. Uh, Carol Spinney. Spinney. Yep. yep. I was wondering. Okay. Yeah. 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 Carol Spinney. In my life, my whole life. Yeah. yeah. In all of our lives. I mean, like, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you don't know who Carol Spinney is, but yeah, I guarantee well, you know who. See, that's yeah. what's great about Carol Spinney is that nobody knows who he is, yeah. but everybody knows who he is. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was everybody. a lady for a minute. Uh, no. Uh, you, you've heard of Big Bird. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Oscar the Grouch. Yeah. Yes. From the urban. What? Stri- nope. <laughs> Sesame Block. <laughs> yep. Yep. 
He uh, he's the guy. He was the guy in the costume for Big Bird, and he's the guy in the garbage can that that's, that was Oscar the Grouch. Um, and I had to do some checking on this because I thought it was just an urban legend. But uh, Big Bird was supposed to go up into the uh, space shuttle that exploded. Challenger? Yeah. I thought this was an urban legend. Holy but I looked shit. Into it. Could you reals. imagine? It's for reals. Can you imagine what, what the country, what the world would be Our going through? Were, holy shit. Big was, Bird was killed in the shuttle? Was that at least around like Thanksgiving for the... <laughs> Turk, Turk, Holy shit, shut up. <laughs> I, was, I was playing uh, uh, disc golf with Jeff Weiss the day that happened. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, he was supposed Such to go a up. Jeff Weiss activity. <laughs> yeah, <know>, right. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the suit was too big, so they wouldn't let him on. Oh. The big bird suit was too oh, big. Holy shit. And so he didn't get on. I thought that was an urban legend, but it's true. Wow. Would, um, so he would have wore that suit up to outer space. That was the idea. Sand space suit. Like, everybody would have been in there full on with oxygen and everything. James doesn't know how space works. Do they not wear that? I only know it from the movies. I know. I'm being real right now. <laughs> you're, lear- you're learning so much today. They do, they do, do they not actually wear the... No. Not, not in the shuttle. Bless you know, your heart. You know. Bless your heart. What... In the shuttle, you don't. Well, it, maybe if they would have. You go outside, you put your coat on. It's the same thing. Yeah. All right. But. Yeah. Oh. That's it. Uh, but uh, Carol Spinney, uh, he actually was still doing the voice for Big Bird and Oscar. He retired, I think it was, see, in 2015, it says here. He had become, it had become too physically demanding for him to work the costume. He's been living with uh, dystonia for some time. But he was doing the voice for the characters until his retirement. Uh, so yeah, so Carol Spinney, raise a glass to him. Ah, and then uh, this one, uh, James, you can sit this one out. Uh, okay. DC Fontana, yeah, died. I'm gonna sit this one out as well. Uh, uh, she wrote. Yeah, let the old let the old guys talk. She wrote some of the best episodes of Star Trek. The most formulative of the, you know, the the whole tapestry that is star mm-hmm. trek yeah. i mean she she was like a vulcan expert she's the one who did most of those uh let's see she uh, charlie x was one of hers that was like one of the first mm-hmm. episodes um friday's child the way to eden <laughs> i won't hold those against her <laughs> well i won't hold way to eden against her uh, going but, to Eden, but she uh, she also did uh, an episode of deep deep space nine oh, uh, that's right yeah, one she... called dax um, which was uh, uh, very uh, groundbreaking. She wrote for the animated series. She worked on the Waltons, Bonanza, Babylon 5, Six Million Dollar Man. Um, she wrote for some video games. Uh, Vulcan Fury was the one that's called. Star Trek Legacy. She wrote a whole bunch of stuff. But I, I made a list of some of the more important episodes because they're very formulative of the whole Star Trek yeah canon and mythos uh the enterprise incident which oh, was the yeah. one where uh you know spock uh, seduced the romulan commander yeah you know they're in a standoff with the ships yeah. and that's when uh the, the vulcan death grip Ooh. you know which doesn't exist and uh <laughs> uh come on captain i gotta bob your ears you know because they disguise him as a romulan yeah. and that, well, that's all her they could seriously be speaking a different language and <laughs> yeah. i i, I, have I, no I, I understand at least half of this right. uh the ultimate computer was hers. She wrote the teleplay for that one. That was uh, the M5 computer. That was the dude you're getting a Dell episode, right? Exactly. Yeah. The, oh my god! It's, it's where they they figured that space was too dangerous to hmm. put people's lives at risk, so they 
this guy Daystrom created the M5 computer, hmm. and uh, he used human engrams in the uh, making of the computer to make it so it would react better. I appreciate your enthusiasm on and, this. Uh, and it would, uh, it would, so it was running a computer, but it was all about how you can't replace humans. You know, you got to keep people. Tomorrow is Yesterday, which was the first James Bond film time travel episode yeah. of Star Trek. Uh, she's responsible for that. Journey to Babel, which I rewatched just last night, um, which was terrific because it's the first time we got to look at the Tellarites. And this is where we met Spock's parents. And, uh, you know, they, we, we learned an, an awful lot about them. It's got a lot of great humor in it. Friday's Child with Julie Newmar. She wrote that one, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Very important lady to Star Trek. Important lady to Star Trek. Holy yeah. moly. So, DC Fontana, raise a glass. All right. Now, <laughs> um, um, as we're recording this, uh-oh. there's a big uh, Comic-Con happening in Brazil. Yeah. yeah, and where they released, you know, the Wonder Woman trailer and mm-hmm. yeah. Ryan Reynolds movie, uh, New, uh, Free Guy, Free Guy, looks Thank great. You. It's as if uh, if an NPC came to life in uh, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. okay. And um, Feige got up and you know showed the Black Widow trailer, talked about what's coming. Yeah, which and that, that also looks great too. That looks great, yeah. doesn't it? And David Harbor is a uh, Red Guardian. fits. <laughs> 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 But he also showed some footage Stranger of the Eternals, things. and uh, he told everyone to put your phones away because this is unfinished. There's no effects. Uh, there's there's none of that. I don't want this out there, and that's why we're only going to show it to you. We're not going to show it to the internet because it's it's really really unfinished. No one put their phones away. I, I did you see it? I haven't. No, seen I'm it. just I'm just I can't imagine. Yeah. Yeah. There's their system guys. There's yeah. <laughs> uh, so people who were there wrote about what they saw. Uh, the footage included the Eternals meeting Druig, played by Barry Keegan. Uh, there were silent shots of everyone in costume. Remind me, who's Barry Keegan again? He's an actor. Um, <laughs> well, like, what, what other I roles does he in? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, Kumal Nanjiani mm-hmm. had a dance number. Silicon Valley? Yeah. Salma Hayek was on horseback. Uh, her character, Ajak, says the Eternals must protect the world to the loud cheers of the audience. Another moment showed Angelina Jolie's character, Thena, fighting. And there was a shot of a monster army, which were probably the Deviants, who are the evil mm-hmm. counterparts yeah, yeah. of the Eternals. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's, Sexual. All, that's all we got. That's, that's all, all that got. I know. I'm glad you said that. That's all we got. Rule 34. Uh, so there we go. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to, I guess, read some Eternals comics. No. Is there? Because no. I, ne- I never did. Nah. I, I got yeah. Was it was it like an ongoing series or did they? Yeah. It's one of those ones that would go away and come, come back. Yeah. And yeah, but should, do you see? Should have stayed away. Wasn't that how Guardians of the Galaxy was, or was Guardians of the Galaxy a pretty consistent thing? Ah, uh, before the it movie, it was it was off and on, but it was always different teams. Yeah, right. Like was the, the '90s, it was a totally different team. Yeah. Was Guardians of the Galaxy like an answer for anything that DC had? It's not no. like it was like a Suicide Squad or anything. No, no, no. Not really. Does Marvel have a version of Suicide Squad? Um, Thunderbolts. So. Oh, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Yeah. Thunderbolts would be the best, in yeah. my opinion, closest, incarnation. Yeah. And like, which, by the way, go pick that up. Like, uh, there was a run where they have Red Hulk, Elektra, uh, Deadpool, Punisher. Yeah. Like, just fucking shit up. Oh, oh. and you get Flash, Thompson, Venom. On, yeah. Yes. Like, that's a great trade. Go pick it up. And then another one um, that kind of is in that Thunderbolts realm is uh, Venom Circle of Four, and it's got like uh, Venom w- with. Uh, 
with uh, Ghost Rider mm. I, and a couple others. I forget, but it, it, I read that on a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. When, like I should have been out partying. And I, I remember posting <laughs> about. I was like, I, that was the best Saturday night I had reading that. So <laughs> Venom Circle of Four and and uh, look up the Thunderbolts with Red Hulk. That was a good one. Yeah, Thunderbolts was a yeah. good run. I enjoyed that. All right, uh, other uh, I got some Star Wars stuff here. Uh, two things. So they opened the uh, Rise of the Resistance at Disney World, at the Star Wars Land in uh-huh. Disney World. They're not opening it here until next month. You, you mean Galaxy's Edge, sir. Sir, it's Galaxy's <laughs> Edge, sir. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Sir! Uh-oh. Sir! So it's in, in Star Wars Land. Um, <laughs> you mean Galaxy's Edge, sir. So sir! The, Star Wars World. Now, I, I haven't had a chance to reach out to our uh, spy at Disneyland to ask him about this to see what he knows, so I just had to find some... Disney fan sites and things like that, that people, you know, who are blogging about seeing it, mm-hmm. um, they had some problems. Uh-oh. <laughs> Rough start, apparently. Uh, it is uh, heralded as the most impressive ride undertaking in Disney Park's history. Well, it sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance in, uh, it says here, Star Wars Land. Uh, oh, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, oh, excuse me, sir. <laughs> it, opened, <laughs> it opened Thursday last week. According to visitors who posted to social media, the ro- uh, the ride broke down multiple times, forcing sure. them to evacuate. Unless that was part of the ride. Um, <laughs> the situation did not seem to improve on Friday. Visitors reporting that the ride had broken down. Uh, those evacuated after the, re- after the ride reportedly went uh, offline were given fast passes to return. Uh, one visitor via Twitter said, Rise of the Resistance has broken down twice while I was in line. This is literally the second time I've been given a fast pass to come back. Silence. Um, those who were able to ride the ride to its completion were like, holy shit. We're like, man. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, they proclaimed it as one of the most impressive theme park experiences that they had had because there's both actors and animatronics, uh, which, is, which is very cool. And it is apparently Disney Park's longest ride to date. And this so is the one we'll that's see. got the full, like full size ATAT in it, right? Yeah, apparently. What? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I think you like go through its legs on the. Yeah. And it's yeah. A, it's it's what? A, it's yeah. essentially a dark ride. It's that's not worth a, going to Florida yeah. for. It's not a roller coaster or a thrill ride, anything like that. It's essentially no, a dark ride. It's an experience, ride. right? And uh, there's no traditional like track that your car is on. And that's it's, why it breaks down. It's yeah. yeah, it's this new technology that follows a strip on the floor that you can't see. So it's like right. a Roomba? Yeah, kind of. Essentially, it's like, yeah, it's like a big Roomba, but it it follows this this strip that you can't see that's under the floor and that's part of the problem. Yeah. Uh but Well, uh, boohoo, right? New technology. I know, right? It I sounds like it. great. And then uh, also I um, got no tracks to if, hold me down. If you got Fortnite, fuck that game. <laughs> No, like, sorry. <laughs> have, you been playing, that, have you been playing that game? Fuck that game. I'm sorry. Like, no. If fuck I see that one more game. kid do those goddamn stupid dances. No, man. you know, and, the, and the, they're not Fortnite dances. It's like, that's, a, a, sorry. Because I thought you were into it at the beginning. I, st- I tried to play it, and then the, the whole thing is, is it's, okay. Uh, the, you ever heard the term culture vulture? Mm. That's, uh, that, those lovely folks over at uh, Fortnite who created it, just took basically every hip-hop dance you could possibly do, changed the names, and, and it's... It just copied them. Yeah, just copied them. And it's like, now I understand Alfonso Riviera, who's, 
is known as Carlton, mm-hmm. wanted to try to sue them. For, he tried, for, yeah. yeah, for stealing. And then a couple other artists tried to uh, sue them for stealing the Millie Rock dance. And but it's just like they, cha- I don't know. I, I hate swagger jackers, culture vultures. Fuck that. <laughs> like I, I just, it, it's one of those things where, you know, well. Uh, Black folks built hip hop culture, and hip hop culture is so mainstream, but no one wants to get. Yeah, well, I know. Fuck Fortnite. All right. All right. I got to get out of Utah Valley, man. I think mm. you do. Um, well, well, on December 14th. Fuck Fortnite. Uh, there, apparently, there is a, uh, a drive in theater in the game. Yeah. And on December 14th at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, they're going to have a sneak preview clip from the new Star Wars movie. <laughs> okay. In it. All right, maybe I'll... there's going to be a massacre all right, maybe, there. All right, Fortnite kind of cool, right? Well, now. but apparently they, they <laughs> they've apparently added stormtrooper skins to the game, so you could. Oh, dude, they've done everything. They've had yeah. Batman. They had skins. Thanos. Yeah. yeah, they had Thanos yeah. for a while. Oh, excuse me, Thanos. Yeah. They, so, they've been uh, very relevant. So, the, so December fourteenth at two p.m. Eastern time, right. go to the uh, risky reels. I think it's called. Okay. Is the drive unfuck theater. Fortnite? I unfuck all right, it. You but, unfucked it. But it's so it's problematic. It's problematic. Yes. And uh, a couple of final things here. Um, uh, as we record this uh, tomorrow, Monday, December 9th at 12.30 in the morning, is the uh, Adult Swim Robot Chicken Christmas Special. I'm with it. The name of the special is Robot Chickens Santa's Dead Spoiler Alert Holiday Murder Thing Special. So there you okay, go. Okay, there you go. I'm looking forward <clears throat> to that. Uh, you've got uh, Gina Rodriguez as Ginger. Jason Alexander as Krampus. I'm with it. And Wayne Knight as Nutsy Goldberg. There you go. Nutsy Goldberg. Goldberg. I, I'm with it. All I had to hear was... <laughs> Come that. get it, baby. I don't know any of these Come people. Get so it. there's that. Seinfeld. Yeah, from the Seinfeld. From I've Steinfeld? Never, I've never actually watched Seinfeld. Uh, I'm watching through Simpsons for the first time in my life right now. Ever since Disney Plus dropped? Yeah, I'm in season two right now. Did you do live in a fucking egg? No, I lived in Utah Valley, man. Same thing. Very shelled down he li- there. He lived, it, he lived in eggs. It's like an uncircumcised turtle no, down there. No, it's true. It's great. Because my, uh, my nephews, when they were little, uh, mom wouldn't let them watch The yeah. Simpsons. My mom oh. wouldn't let me watch The Simpsons for a long time. And so I caught yeah. it I caught it late, but eventually she like relaxed because it was like, well, she let me watch and live in Living Color, but wouldn't let me watch yeah, it. And so right? it's like when... Yeah. <laughs> okay, so go... So I can't remember which season it is, but uh, the 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 episode is called Bart Sells His Soul. Have you seen that one yet? We talked about uh, the no. last episode. That's uh, the wife's yeah. favorite one, and it's also yeah. the absolute perfect episode of it the is. Simpsons. All right, I, I've heard that epi- uh, seasons two through like either nine or ten are like the their gold. golden years. Yeah, then uh, after that it's good. But well, they're the golden yeah, years. Dana Gould, yeah, Dana Gould, who uh, used or, uh, Dana Gould. Comedian. Dana Gould, yeah, he's a comedian. He's fantastic. Go listen to the last yeah. episode. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Anything uh, before we uh, get back to the episode you guys want to talk about? Uh, I got a little something, but watch, um, watch Watchmen. Yeah, watch Watchmen. Um, I, w- I would just say uh, there are, to those uh, New England Geek Show listeners. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, like seriously, I you guys been hitting me up on Twitter, and I appreciate it, and, uh, and Instagram. Uh, I got some I got some shows coming up. I don't have the exact dates, but I I, I definitely uh, uh, earned a residency at the comedy studio in, in Boston. If you yeah, that's a, it's, that's it's a, a big it's, deal. It's a big deal, and so uh, it's a great club. If you have ever seen Gary Goldman's The Great Depression, uh, they they feature that that, that club mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. So it's a great club. 
Um, but just for all you folks in the New England area, if you if you guys want to do some comedy shows, let me know. Reach out. Let's let's work on uh, get, finding out those bookers and, and let's do a thing. Right? Awesome. Yeah. Where, uh, where should they follow to, to get uh, the just, updates? Just just Your just social. Hit, or? Yeah. Just just hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, just slide through the DMs because I like I, right. it does help and I love you guys. Uh, anything else? Speaking of sliding into the DMs, let's talk about that lube guy. <laughs> We will. What? We're gonna do. So we're gonna excited. do a deep dive oh, on Watchmen. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I told- okay, we're gonna do a deep dive on Watchmen. We're gonna put it on the Patreon. So go to Patreon.com/slash/GeekShowPodcast. Uh, it's very affordable. You will see when you get there. Celebrity deathmatch, uh, baby. Pennywise versus Lube Guy. <laughs> uh, I also just want to throw uh, a special thank you to a guy named uh, Kevin Shelley, oh. listener. Yo, he's uh, the best. Him, pay- him and his family. Uh, him uh, and his wife are great. He donated a majority of the money that helped my kids go skiing. Oh, really? Uh, hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's great. And I just wanted to say thank you to him. Uh, we went on uh, Thursday, mm-hmm. and they loved it. They all want to be skiers now. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, a lot of them have never left Rose Park, so it was that's pretty great. cool. That's so, great. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you once again, Kevin Shelley. You, Big, you yeah. are badass. Big thank shout you, out to yeah. the Shelley family. They've, they've come to many of my shows for years, so thank you so much. That's yeah, great, yeah. you guys. Uh, finally, just a real quick plug for a thing that uh, I'm I'm really fascinated by, and uh, I want I want you all to check out. It's called Envelop SLC. Mm. There are only two of these in the nation right now: one in Salt Lake and one in San Francisco. Mm. And what it is is what they have this massive like computer system set up and thirty two speakers encircling a room. About twice the size of this room. Mm-hmm. Oh, is this the place you this. went and listened to the? Um... Yeah. Well, I, originally I went, and I, the first time I went, it was for Pink Floyd's "Wish You Were Here." Yeah. Which is an album that I have listened to, no exaggeration, thousands of times. Mm. And with this system, because it breaks it down into the thirty-two speakers, four-channel mix, thirty-two channel experience, I heard shit that I didn't know was on that record. You know, so it's really something, and. Uh, so so go go to the envelop just search envelop it's like envelope without the e at the end envelop slc and you'll see you know their schedule they just did prince purple rain last oh, night oh shit and, so uh, so it's a listening room yeah it's it's, it's like a, a theater for your ears exactly that's the thing is that you go in and you sit down and you listen to a record with a bunch of people you've never met before and they have and, a preset schedule yeah preset schedule cool. they've got uh, coming up they've got sergeant peppers they've got some selections of oh, yeah. uh, of oh, mozart uh, Mozart selected uh, works coming up, but uh, I'm going to see see to hear Listen. Dark Side of the Moon ah. coming up very soon. My favorite Pink Floyd album, and uh, that's that's coming up. So uh, it's uh, it's it's in Salt Lake City. It's also in San Francisco. So if you're listening in that area, uh, check it out. Um, it's just an amazing thing. I'm going to go ahead and just assume that that's what I call music is not on the list to play, right? <laughs> Uh, up mix the original and rarely heard four channel mix with enveloped spatial audio software, creating 32 channel experience that re- respects the original masterpiece. Y- you let me know when they get some black eyed peas up in that moment. All right, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. All over uh, it. Uh, eventbrite.com is also another place you can go and search Pink Floyd Dark Side Listen, and you will find it there. So I'm very excited about that. That's oh, you can do private events there. You can't. I'm starting my Christmas vacation with that. That's where I'm starting it. Well, I'll have a massage earlier in you the day. Eat, then should, I'm doing. You that. should eat. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm eat thinking. An, eat take, a num num. Take a lift and eat, eat a num num. Eat a num num. <laughs> <before laughs> I, I love Pez. 
Pez. Cherry Pez. Cherry especially. Pez, because they come out of the throat. That's right. All right, we will take a break. We'll be back uh, with the episode. It's Ben, coming up after these. Please to enjoy. Bye. Satisfying all of your holiday needs since 1982 and located in the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, it's Cabin Fever so much more than a card store. Have you had enough yet? Looking for that something special for your dearest and craziest friends? Are you through scouring the internet for that one item meant to bring joy and a little look of acknowledgement from your best bud? I've got an idea. Step away from the computer. This year, think about shopping local. Head to Cabin Fever, located in the heart of historic Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Since it started in 1982, Cabin Fever has been serving the Wasatch Front everything you and your friends wish for in a gift store. From movie and TV lunch boxes, jigsaw puzzles, tin signs, bar signs, playing cards, retro puzzles and games, candy, as well as everything needed to make the items sparkle under the tree. From ribbon to wrap, bows to holiday cards, Cabin Fever wishes you the happiest of the holiday season. Stop by, say hi, tell them Geek Show says, hey, it's Cabin Fever, so much more than a holiday greeting card store. If you love to play games, especially board games like Dungeons & Dragons, Magic the Gathering, or Pokemon, you'll love Haster Games. Not only does Haster carry the best selection of all the latest board games and Magic products, they buy pre-owned board games and Magic products, too. Haster Games is located at 6831 South State in Salt Lake. They're open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Saturday and noon to 5 p.m. on Sundays. It's a great place to stay and play. This moment of peace and quiet is brought to you by Booz Teak, located in downtown Salt Lake City. Sit down, relax, and have a drink. Mention Geek Show Podcast and get 15% off of your purchase. Booz Teak at 315 East Broadway. Shop local. Good communication is key to a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to sex. Being confident in the bedroom is sexy, and knowledge helps you get your most confident, sexy self. Black Velvet Boutique is your trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions and help you find what you need. Go see them at 595 South State in Clearfield and tell them Geek Show says hey, and you'll receive special discounts. Open seven days a week. Oh, we're back. Okay. And you missed. All right, Casey, what's number five? Seriously, you guys missed the knockout dragout fight carrying and Rebecca and I had over Guardians too. It was a good one. Oh no, I'm also fuck you guys. We made that. Shannon leave the room. <laughs> yeah, he had to go outside and poop in the yard. I played ref. <laughs> yeah, I just stood there. It went. I can reenact it really quickly. Yeah. Well, my part of it, which was, yeah. I disagree with both of you, but I'm not going to dis- discuss it with you any further. Yeah. Well, I think I said poopy, poopy, poop, and poop on your movie. And that was it. And, yeah. and then I just walked around, and then I went out, and I walked around in a circle and took a shit. Took a breath? Yeah. yeah. All right. I did drink. you do what my dog did, which is like, <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. Well, of course I had to hide it. I didn't <laughs> want my enemies to come find me. That's I have right. to I have to watch Jack through the, the right. sliding door, because we yeah. laid sod for him, right? Mm-hmm. And so he'll, like, take a shit. My enemies like, track me by my shit. And then I knock on the window, and I'm like, hey! He does the scrape thing. That was that's, that's a guy dog thing. I've never seen uh, a female dog do that. Mm. It's also a Guy Fawkes thing. That was also, a plot. That's that's a guy f- tracking <laughs> someone by their shit was a plot point in Rick and Morty season four, episode two. Also Guardians <laughs> 2. By the way, just killing it. So good. Loving it. Just fucking killing it and saying, fuck you, toxic fans. Mm. <laughs> 
Toxic fans. Tasty. And now, number five. Our countdown continues. IO9's top ten superhero movies of the past decade. Are they going to get Barbara Walters to do the ball drop so she can be like, I'm Barbara Walters and this is 2020? Oh my gosh. You know what? You've been waiting wow. a long time yeah. for that joke, haven't you? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Go take a nap. No, Go that... take a fucking nap. I, 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 I've been in the chamber for a bit. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I saw that meme last week, Rebecca. I don't know, but the countdown reminds me of it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Oh. Barbara Walters. Coming in at number five. <laughs> Baby Barbara Walters. <laughs> the biggest hit for this franchise. Well, no. I don't know if it was. Logan. Logan, one of my favorite movies. The best, 2017. The best of the X-Men's, and I can't watch it. Why? Because that fat kid who puts the Wolverine doll down at the grave at the end of the movie fucking messes with me. It's like Carrie at the end of Toy Story 3. But it's not until the end of the movie, so can't you just watch the rest of the The movie? The whole thing's depressing. The whole thing's depressing. It's a phenomenal movie. And I know why. Because that kid is you. That kid is me. I'm the fat kid with the Wolverine toy. I really am. (laughs) Still, to this day, I I'm the girl with knives who comes out of her hands. Right. And your feet? yeah, no, and, and also what? also um, Patrick Stewart at that point was literally my wife's grandpa. Oh, yeah. Right before he died, like, oh, yeah. you know, in his 90s and full of psychic rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm. so here's their reasoning. Uh, before Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man or Christian Bale was Batman, Hugh Jackman was Wolverine starting yep. in 2000. Yep. Did you know they wanted Russell Crowe for that? Really? Yeah. Oh. But then Russell Crowe. Uh, because because he uh, had just wrapped up Gladiator and he didn't want to be known as the wolf guy because like his Gladiator character had like a wolf friend. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That's not what he's remembered for for that movie though. Yeah, but he was right. worried if he went into do Wolverine, he would be just the wolf guy. It's like I can't use a telephone in two different movies because I'll be can't known be as the, the phone guy. guy. Telephone guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna throw it instead. Okay. Exactly. Carrie <laughs> just goes, okay. You knew where I was headed. <laughs> oh, she knew where I was I headed. I got it. Yeah, yeah. She was Russell there. Crowe's an ass. Yeah. Uh, Jackman <laughs> played the role in nine films over 17 years, culminating Only in... three of them were good. Logan. Lies. Which was Four. unlike any of the films before it. Logan told a completely different Wolverine story. The character was older, beaten down, nearly defeated by life. The movie didn't really need to explain why. Well, it's life, man. Yeah. Fucking shit. Talk to me about it. And the reason is we'd seen all the other movies is why. Yeah. Uh, And just like when it seemed uh, Logan was ready to give up, he met someone like him. Because he got knocked down. Yeah. And then he he got got up up again. again. Mm -hmm. Sticked. X-23, Daphne Keene. And the mutant mutant finally uh, had a reason to keep going until, of course, he didn't. Right, Aww. and then they buried him in a hole, and they put a Wolverine doll on him, and they <laughs> cried. And uh, stop it, Lee! Show is so across that's on its side. So it across like turn side looks like an X, and you're like, hey, he's gonna claw his way out of there, but he didn't. Tear up right credits. now. Until yeah. until until they back up the money truck. Yep. Oh, he won't he won't come back as Wolverine. I doubt he will. They're gonna reanimate Glenn Danzig. Ugh, oh my God! God. No, Ugh. is he dead? <laughs> Yeah. He looks dead. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I was thinking of young Danny DeVito as Wolverine. <laughs> ah, well, he's supposed to be a short guy. Me. No, young. Young well, Danny DeVito. He's maybe the only person too short to play Wolverine. Let's CGI <laughs> the cub. him for Puck. Right? Oh, oh, he no, be because no. the, the guy we CGI for Puck is Bob Hoskins. No. Oh, well, he's dead. Here's my So pitch. Danny DeVito. Because no. he's, the, he's no. the exact right height. Mm-hmm. Peter Dinklage as Wolverine. As Wolverine. He's already got the sideburns. Uh-huh. 
And the acrobatic ability. <laughs> I'm all for it. All right. I hate this. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> well, then let's move on to, <laughs> to number, number four. four. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman. <gasps> that was a good movie. Except for the CGI really poop, fucking fucking good. poop yeah. monster fight at yeah, the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. But that wasn't her fault. Not her fault. No, no that was Snyder. That was not Wonder Woman's fault. No, Man. it was not the director's fault either, because it was <laughs> that whole thing with, oh, we got to have the giant poop monster fight at the end, or it's not a DC movie. Hmm. Uh, 2017. Uh, it will always be a travesty that it took almost 10 years after the superhero movie Boom really took off before a, a woman got a lead in the film. Uh, in the pantheon of women superheroes, though, one certainly deserved uh, right to be first. Deserved the right to be first. Interesting. And thanks to uh, director Patty Jenkins, the wait was more than worth it. The scene of her, this is, and I agree with this, the scene of her slowly jumping out of a trench and oh, taking yeah. on an yeah. entire <gasps> army. In uh, No Man's Land? That was awesome. The yeah. scene that they wanted to yeah. cut. Yep. I can't believe that they would even think about cutting that. It didn't have enough CGI poop monsters in it. Yeah. More poop. Uh, it was not Mustache. Just a, it was not just a cool action scene. It was something bigger, something a bit more real, as if Wonder Woman was finally here to take on all of the shitty executives who may have held Wonder Woman movie back. I saw that at the one of the all lady screenings. Mm. <laughs> Tears and rose. That's all it was. <laughs> Tears and rose is actually the name of my biography. Yeah. It was actually so powerful. I started my period during that movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a riot. Oh you God, feel- I love your stories. <laughs> So much estrogen. Uh-oh. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I'm like in tears during that, the no man's land scene, and I get a cramp, and I'm like, oh, oh, of God, course. Yeah, it's, <laughs> on. it's on. Man. Of course. God, I'm so glad I'm not a girl. <laughs> you guys got some shit going on. You don't man. want That's that hard. superpower where you can just tell that your period has started? Uh, I just don't want a period. Period. End period. of discussion. That End too? of discussion. I got I it. I did. Uh, I got it. Well, no, uh, I got it. I respect your struggle, but I don't want it. <laughs> well, okay. we finally made okay, it. Okay, boomer. We're at number I'm three. not a fucking boomer. Or Gen X. We, they forgot about <laughs> us. Don't tip yeah. your microphone over. We'll have to get a new See, one. I stopped it. I did. That was good. <laughs> not, not, not boomer reflexes there. That's right. Yeah. Well, we finally made it to the top three. Finally. Oh, Casey. The top three. <laughs> what do we got? I'm excited. Well, for this. we'll have the top three for you right after this message from Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Do you shit yourself? Are you sick of shitting your pants? Do you, you wish your you friends had, shitting themselves? Do you, do you wish you had black poop? Do you yes. like thick pink liquid? <laughs> Does your tummy do you like sometimes it, go rumbly? Do you like it stuff that's vaguely minty? Heartburn something, diarrhea, <laughs> acid reflux. I don't know the rest. How's this song go? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think like you that. nailed it. Yeah. I think yeah. you did. Cool. I like to poop black. <laughs> That's why I drink Pepto Bismol. I mean, take Pepto Bismol. <laughs> Casey's coast to coast. Uh, and now we're back. Earth, wind, and fire. At the number three. In 1965. <laughs> <laughs> it got weirder the longer the, the sentence went. That you do. I was, I was waiting to see where it was going. <laughs> and, I mean, then, the and then down. you saw and regretted. <laughs> number three. From 2012, The Avengers. Yeah. The Avengers? First one. That's not number one. Not number one. It's number I, three. It's I number three. I swear to God, if I The think... Dark Knight is number one, I'm flipping I'm fucking going to destroy this it, whole... Uh, I'm going to burn, burn your house down. It's not. Okay, okay good. good. Is it number two? Avengers, Fuck. It, Avengers is top three for sure. 
You think so? Oh, yeah. Easily. I agree. 100%. I would put it in, like, top two. It was, yeah, maybe even top two. Yeah. It was the yeah. first big I crossover not, I would not put it number one, movie. though. I wouldn't put it number no, one, but, but it's 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 well, in top okay. three. So, like, before we do get to number one, uh-huh. what would you put as number one? Winter Soldier. God damn it. Well, you lose. <laughs> I love Winter Soldier. It's an honorable mention. I love it too. I um, no, a Winter, Winter Soldier is is like my perfect superhero movie. Well, if you really, already, yeah. if, if okay. you've already said Dark Knight isn't number one, well, let me let me give you the reasons why Avengers. No, I want to know what okay. your number one. And yeah. I think that it's uh, a yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get yeah, there. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I don't think you'll guess. It seemed like a pipe dream. Could a movie studio really make five films, all introducing different characters, telling one overarching story? Which would then culminate in a sixth film tying all of those stories together, Heck starring yeah. all of those characters. Mm. Never made no sense, but that's what happened. Uh, more like uh, the comic books it was based on mm-hmm. than ever before. Uh, it was epic, so much bigger in scope and scale than the films it was building off of. Plus, it had heart, incredible action, huge laughs. It was everything you could want out of a movie and more. It's the one that made me go get my Avengers yeah, tattoo because yep. I saw that the. You know the the money shot that we yeah. call, we call it the money shot where the, the camera circles all the of them. And they're all yeah. like back well, to back. But you know what? Sort of and that I said, felt forced to me. <laughs> did it as, as a uh, critic. Uh, Shut the fuck up! As a, God as a, damn it! As a film critic, <laughs> it felt right. contrived to me. Oh fuck um, you, pal! No, because I mean, you know, it's just like it's just like an end game when they did. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, making fun of people who thought yeah. the A Force thing was. Um, Stop it! But the uh, I, I loved it. But the money shot. That's when we saw it and we said they did it. Yeah. Something that we wanted them to do that we never thought we'd get. Ever. And there it is. So there we go. All right. Moving on to number two. Number two. Number number two. <laughs> I'm going to bet. Hold on. Hold on. Get it? I want to guess. I, wanna, I haven't even looked. Haven't okay. Okay. I want to say First Avenger. No, I think it's Dark Knight. Captain America, First Avenger. I vote Dark Knight. I remember, it's Decade. Decade. Yeah, Dark Knight was 2006. Yeah. Oh, then so, I rescind my vote. Rescind your vote. <laughs> neither Hellboy, <laughs> um, and definitely not the third one. Because gosh, that, now I'm now I can't remember what came out in the last ten years and in the last fifteen years. Now you know how every day of my life is. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my keys? Uh, yeah, and it's definitely, it's definitely not um, Justice League. No, it's not. <laughs> and it's sure as fuck. Did you guys see that even that Henry Cavill came out this week and goes? Yeah, that movie was shit. Did he? Well, oh, because, he did. It's because we haven't seen the Snyder Cut, well, obviously. Well, but then did you see Ben Affleck and Gal Gadot both, both like, tweeted hashtag release the Snyder Cut? Yeah, well, you know, because they do have royalties and residuals built into yeah. it. Oh, that's true. Uh, so in the last okay, ten, years, 10 years, superhero movie in the last ten years, so it's not Aeon Flux. We're down to number two. I'm going to say any of the Underworld movies. I bet it's Civil War. No. All right. Actually, oh, I, oh, wait, I'll maybe Black Civil Panther. War. Maybe Black bet, Panther. Black, Black Panther oh, Black or Panther. I bet in Civil War is number one. I bet you it's Black Panther. Speederman. All right, what is it? A Black Panther. Coming yeah. in at number two. <laughs> Captain Marvel. What? Black Panther. Ah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Look at the big brains on this crew. Yeah. yeah. 2018. Uh, made $700 million domestic box office. At the time, it was the only the third film to ever do that. That's unreal, and just one reminder of how completely and fully Ryan Coogler's amazing film permeated culture at every single level. $700 million movie wasn't just a movie kids are talking about at school, fans are raving about on Twitter. It's a movie athletes are referencing at their games. A movie whose quotes and jokes burst through to the local news and late-night talk shows. It's a movie that doesn't just entertain audiences with its spectacle, storytelling, and compelling characters. It changes the way things are done. You forget that for the longest time, Black Panther seemed like a movie Marvel Studios didn't really want to do. 
Uh, he was just some niche character that the company would get to eventually. But like Iron Man before him, Black Panther overcame all that and became one of the leaders of the superhero genre. As an example to the world that superheroes are here, they're here to stay, and if those movies take themselves seriously, the sky is the limit. It's such a beautiful film, and I, mm-hmm. and I will say as somebody that w- works with kids, it was so amazing uh, during Halloween to see kids of like all shades of skin color. Mm-hmm. Dressed up as Black Panther. Yeah. It was amazing to me. And so, anyway, yeah. I, oh. and it's such a great movie. I think I know what number one is. Well, Black Panther, I'll say this. it's It's got one of the best villains. Yeah. Great villain. Oh, one of the great... But is, sure. is he really a villain? And or? such a tragic... Oh, he's a villain. He's a villain. Yeah, Come on. Okay. I mean, like, his... You can see where he's coming from, but he's yeah, a villain. Yeah, yeah just because you understand someone's motive doesn't mean what well, they do is right. And that's what they always say. Yeah. Villains who think they are not a villain are the best but, villains. Yep, yep, but again, yep. that, that line about to bury me at sea. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Number one. Okay, here's what I think number one is. Okay. Number one. Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse? Mm. I could see, see that. I could see that. I think it's going to be Civil War because of its uh, political commentary. Oh. Winter Soldier had political commentary. Not as much as Civil War. True. But I wish it was Thor Ragnarok because I love that movie. <laughs> I don't guess. Uh, Thor should have been an honorable mention, I think. Absolutely. I think it should have been. Shannon? Well, you know, I fucking Endgame, dude. Like I'm sorry, Endgame is well. Now they play their hand, and, and, and I know, and yeah. I know, but Endgame for is, me and like you and yeah, and it, it's the culmination. Yeah, right. Yeah, coming in at number one. Oh, <laughs> Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Seriously? Oh, did you see the paper? I didn't look. I didn't look. I intentionally uh, kept looking this way. I was purposely going. Nice. Like, no, but well I, you played, know what? Though, it Rebecca. Say, well I, I, I agree. It was so fucking good. It was way good. And it's also like it was. Um, I felt like, forced. Like new Lee <laughs> George the fuck up Lee. As but, a like, but just like it was also like new types of uh, of filmmaking. Oh, it's a patented form and, of animation. Yeah, it's and never been I'll seen. I'll tell before. you what. Kids fucking love that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, and it's like, and it's not like because it was like spoon fed to him. It's mm-hmm. kind of a difficult fucking movie. It's it's not easy. It's, right. it, you got to pay attention. I right, but like it's beautiful. It's well written. It's well voiced. And what an amazing soundtrack! I love the yeah. fucking mm-hmm. soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Right? I love that soundtrack. I will stand by this criticism is, of of Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Uh, you mean that there is none? It is. It is my opinion. That the kingpin's design was terrible. <laughs> I hated the wall with a head. Well, <laughs> he was supposed to look big and intimidating, you, but he wasn't even. He was. He's not a meta. But that he was, wasn't supposed to look that big. He can't even fit through two thirds of the doors in but the that movie. Was, that People was, are, can't travel through dimensions. Yeah, yeah. there was a pig that talked. You fucker, too big. <laughs> The Kingpin's design, which is often criticized, based on Bill Sienkiewicz's art uh, from uh, Marvel Comics. Marvel Comics. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good answer. From now on, instead of trying to go right to the title, you just. I'm having like nom style flashbacks because once upon a time I was trying to like make conversation with a five year old and I was like, "What are you doing this weekend?" And she was like, "I'm going horseback riding." And I was like, "Oh, I'm jealous. I've never been horseback riding." And she, at the top of her lungs, was like, "Well, you can't because you're too big." (laughs) Wow. I'm sure that. Kingpin in Into the Spider Verse heard that a lot. That's what you sound and, like. And you um, think I've never heard that? Look at me. You're like <laughs> I'm a, a head Sasquatch. You're like a wall with a head. And here's uh, the no. thing about um, <laughs> maybe that's why I don't like him. And this is uh, a question that uh, 
I still have not answered yet hmm. from uh, Into the Spider Verse. How can somebody so ugly make such beautiful music? <laughs> fucking you talking Post, about Malone. Post Malone. I oh. fucking love that Sunflower <laughs> song, right? I think it's so great. But like I've said before, he looks like the 1% of germs that Lysol will not cure. <laughs> right? Will not destroy. Uh, awesome. Careful, say, he lives here. I was going to say, you forgot to say fuck. Utah's own Post Malone. Yeah. Right? Bring it, Post Malone. Let's right. talk yeah. it out. Here's I'm what... excited for all the future Spider-Verse movies, though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I just don't like the Kingpin's well, here, design. Here's IO9's reasoning. It's dumb. He's too big. Okay. When, oh fi- <laughs> when film historians look back at the cumulative superhero films of this decade, uh, one film will ultimately stand above the rest. No, not the one which was an actual culmination of the decade, but the one they're they're digging at you there, Shannon. Sorry, I'm talking about Endgame. But the one whose ambition well, suck my He's dick. Not even listening. Wasn't as good. The one whose ambition, awareness, <laughs> and pure joy of the genre almost certainly couldn't have happened without the films before it. Uh, think about it. Can you imagine general film audiences ten years ago even fathoming fathoming a movie? Starring six different spider people with a, with a black man at the center, incorporating different animation techniques, eras of comics that potentially linked every single Spider-Man movie into one. What would that look like? You, you wouldn't imagine that. Uh, but at the end of 2018, everything lined up perfectly for Spider-Verse, which also became the first comic book superhero movie to win an Oscar in its genre. Uh, Spider-Verse is a movie that speaks across generations, across fandoms, across age, race, and everything else to tell a universal story of the hero inside all of us. And it does so with such a confident swagger, you can't take your eyes off the screen. It's a film so filled with detail and nuance that on each viewing, from 2 to 200, you'll see something new in every, every, every single time. Yeah. It's such a great movie. I've, I've watched it, it about seven times. The great. suit fits eventually. Great movie. <laughs> and it's actually, and another thing is, um, so Jen has an autistic son, mm-hmm. and he is like, like he, like his whole thing is movies, right? Mm-hmm. And he usually just only watches the Pixar movies, mm-hmm. uh, Madagascar. And Benji movies. And I don't know what... Benji movies? Yeah, the, yeah. The dog movies? Benji. Wow. Benji the dog. Huh. Wow. But what has been added into his rotation of nine movies that he watches is Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Like, I come down and... And, and, and there he is. And I'm like, hey, bud, well, you watching Spider-Man? And he's like, yes! <laughs> and I just sit down and I fucking watch it with him. And he's also super thrilled, like... um, we made him a profile on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. and he loves all the spider. Like, there's all those Spider-Man movies mm. on there and stuff. Like, cool. we are so like. This is why I don't get why fucking nerds are so shitty right now. Yeah, and we've talked about it before. We have an embarrassment of riches. It's right because now. that's all they've known. If you didn't, if you grew up with a thousand different options, then you're spoiled for options, right? So yeah. you don't you don't remember yeah, the trial sure. of the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> yeah. And right. so you're not sitting there going uh, But still you know what? I still love the trial of the Incredible <laughs> it's, it's fun for and, um, its whole thing. But yeah, yeah I, I had somebody get really upset with me the other day and say that I would defend any Star Wars movie at any time. I was like, actually there's shit about Star Wars I don't like, but you guys are never talking about that stuff. You yeah. guys are talking about the stuff that's that's readily available to hate. Yeah. You know, that yeah. it's in, and there's like, no nuance in that argument anymore. Spoiled. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes. Say okay, boomer. Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> like, but, like not. seriously, it's Probably an embarrassment boomers. of riches that we have as 
nerds right now. I like honestly, Carrie. Mm? Oh, that's cool. Google um, Google heard you talking. Oh, and and, and Lee, mm? like, did you ever fathom that we would be living in a time where we're like, I can't be caught up on these fucking awesome yeah. superhero and Star Wars all genres, sci-fi, sci-fi, all that shit. What got me was about two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, it hit me really fucking hard because I've gotten used to a certain level of genre entertainment on television. Because you get to Umbrella Academy on Netflix and Umbrella Which Academy, which I still on, haven't watched. Umbrella Academy on it's Netflix a is a certain level of quality, but it's definitely not the comic book, right? And there's been a lot of adaptations. Shield is decent superhero entertainment. It's decent, mm-hmm. it's, but it's not quite what the movies are. And then The Mandalorian hits, and it is cinematic quality Star Wars. And that's when I. And it's the, the first time, the first the time most- in years that I've actually been so thoroughly blown away by something on television that I just said, "Okay, this is the future of and all of it." And it's so Star Warsy. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so Star Wars, and there's no, there's no, oh, this is a TV show about it. It's mm-hmm. yeah. you know, I I don't I don't see kids in ten years looking back on it and going, "I don't like that because it's more of a TV show." They're not going to know the difference, mm-hmm. you know. So, and that's where I think we're headed. And we predicted this a couple months ago, where we thought that maybe this was the direction they were headed to try to. To test out, to feel the waters on whether that's the future of, of cinema is actually on on television platforms, mm-hmm. and I I think that's where we're headed. We're going to see is. that with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, we're going to see that with Wandavision, where they're still going to do their big movies. Yeah, I think but... I think that uh, one of the purposes of all of this awesome streaming TV stuff and whatnot is to drive people to the cinemas as well. Yeah, because sure. there's the the da- the carrot that they dangle. Of if you watch all this other stuff that we're giving you that you'll like, you'll really like yeah. to go spend ten bucks a pop and, and watch this on the big screen. Before Mandalorian, I was pretty <laughs> much all, convinced it's, that it's all symbiotic. Yeah, I was pretty much convinced the best science fiction we we're gonna see on TV was a show like The Expanse, which is mm-hmm. gorgeous. It is so well done and it's you know, they mm-hmm. definitely put a budget into it. And then you see this and just kinda go, Oh God, I well, never saw this coming. But mm. and the thing too is that I'll I'll just tell you the younger generations are into it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm the magnet at my at, mm-hmm. at myself, and they the kids come up and they the, the, like the kids that are watching mm-hmm. uh, the Mandalorian stuff, and they'll be like, "Mr. Barton, can you believe <laughs> what you know?" And I'm just Did like, and I love Yoda? it so mm-hmm. much. And the, and the other great thing is, is like, there are certain points like it's not like the old days like where you got to um, remember when you walk in. Carrie and Lee, mm-hmm. you'd walk into your elementary school class mm-hmm. and you saw the fucking projector there and you're like, yeah, ah, we're watching a fucking movie. Oh, I was thrilled. Teachers hungover. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> um, if, if you were lucky, it was Donald Duck in Mathemagica. I have that on DVD, by the way. <laughs> I'll need um, to borrow it. Um, but now it's like there's certain times like we're having like holiday parties and shit like that. And I can pull up my. Disney Plus, and because all my kids love Star Wars, because mm-hmm. it's a Star Wars room at my class. And by the way, I'm going to ask you to buy uh, lightsabers for kids at the end of the year. Anyway, oh my God, <laughs> asking for so much stuff. I know, right? Um, <laughs> but like, I can turn on Clone Wars, yeah, and watch it with the kids. We can watch Rebels, yeah. You know, and it's just 
beautiful, beautiful shit. Well, and and back to Spider Verse. This is another one of those situations, and it's happening with Watchmen as well, mm-hmm. where people come up to me, you know, the pedestrians as right. I call them, and they're like, "The Muggles." What could you tell me about this? Yeah. And Muggles. I'm like, yeah. and and they're blown away when I tell them all of these characters exist in the comic books. Yep, yep. every one of them. Uh, and you should go and get your kids some comic books because yeah. Miles is there, Gwen is there. Especially Miles. You Miles know? and Gwen, you know? Like, uh, Spider-Man Noir might be too much for a kid. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, but like Spider-Gwen and... and uh, oh, God, and I don't know if there's Peter Porker. There's Spider-Ham. There was a I, Spider-Ham uh, comic book, yeah. yeah. But... <clears throat> When I was a kid, it was one of my favorites. Spider Ham was. Yeah. 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 In the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, I No, people didn't realize it. how long these a lot of long these characters have been around, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and the great thing about Spider Verse is it it's a giant comic book. Right. I mean everything about it. Yeah. A giant comic Even book. Even down to the so, cell shading. Yeah. And yeah. again with Watchmen, people are coming out to me and goes, I'm watching this thing on it on HBO. And oh, I'm are like, you watching the Watchmen? And I'm like, Are you familiar with the oh. sacred texts? You know? <laughs> you need to be familiar oh, with the sacred texts. The book of, them have you. The book what of a, more. Yeah. One of the new managers at uh Lucky Thirteen, I'm like She's been watching, and she's like, "I think it's really good." And I'm like, "Did you ever read the, you know, the mm-hmm. source material?" And she goes, "No." And so I'm bar- I, I barred up for Megan. I'm bringing it to her, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "It's going to make it better for you." Oh yeah, you know. Well, you'll understand the squid wearing a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I love oh, the squid. Oh man, ring. yeah. This last episode. Oh, oh, I, I'm not shit. there yet. <sighs> right. No moleste. No, no moleste. We're not. But I'm just going to tell you. It's, no spoil. No, I'm not going to spoil it. It is the origin of Looking Glass. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. And it's, God, I love Tim Blake Nelson. And he's... I've loved him in every fucking thing he's ever been in. And it connects to the source material. Mm-hmm. God, 100%. that episode was so good. Mm. <laughs> no right. moleste. Uh, that's good. I think we're good. Uh, do you have any games? Uh, uh, let me check real quick. Anything uh, you guys want to throw out before uh, we just, uh, take you know, off? Once again, everybody, thank you so much for your phenomenal support on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. It's uh, patreon.com slash geekshowpodcast. We're up to 200 patrons now. Oh, are we? Are we? I'm assuming by the time this episode By the time this episode airs. Oh, cool. Oracle. Thanks, but I mean, Oracle. Again, like, uh, oh, my nose is bleeding. Like, <laughs> like, like, like we've said in the past, that uh, your support there is helping us yes. actually start new projects and explore some new realms of, of entertainment that we yeah. haven't actually flirted with in the past. Yeah. I Like I said, it's for me, it's not about the money. It's 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 given me a creative boost. Spark. Yeah. You know. It's a little little kick in the creative well, pants. And we all can do mm-hmm. what we want. So. Yeah. Yeah. No games. No games? <laughs> Just play something that already came out this year. There's been a ton of good ones. All right, then. Get ready for Christmas. Uh, Mr. B, if you... All right, uh, Casey. Yes? Coming in at number one on the Cured Meats. <laughs> what is it? I'm receiving a message from the booth that Ham is on the phone. Ham is number one. <laughs> 